0: Welcome to the floor, Fantasy and Sci-Fi Lore. We are diving into the MonsterVerse. For those who have been following us for a long time, you're familiar. We move through different universes. And we have talked about maybe continuing to release Avernus directly to the Patreon. Still free, but just so that the stream of the podcast is now moving into the MonsterVerse as we prepare for the next Godzilla movie. This will be a recap and watch list episode. We are going to give you the watch list of the shows to watch if you want to kind of really catch up on everything or if you're not don't just don't have time for all of that or you've already seen them and you're a person who doesn't really watch things twice we're gonna then go through the major lore points from the movies and the tv shows that you're gonna want to bring in to this next show we will reference some of the deeper lore things that we've talked about that maybe haven't come up yet but might like the agartha tribes and some of the historical stuff about Hollow Earth uh, that, uh, you know, people who were originally claiming it, their ideas about it, and how some of those have been grafted into Godzilla. So we'll go over all of that in this episode to uh, prep you for the movie and to uh, help you uh, further enjoy the legacy of monsters that is currently out on Apple. So that is what you're looking for. This is the episode for you. Roll the intro.
1: Do you remember the first story that was so spellbinding? It drove you to break the rules and stay up all night to keep reading, keep watching, keep playing. So good, you forgot your life and lived there. So good, the moment it ended, you asked yourself, what next? Welcome to the floor. Our goal is to take you back, take you deeper, to explore and understand more and relive that childlike wonder. Join us as we dive deep into humanity's
0: greatest stories, no matter how they are told, through books, movies, television,
2: even games. One of us does an in-depth research on the topic, one of us is familiar with the topic, and one of us knows nothing. So the right questions will always be asked and addressed for anyone coming
1: into the topic, regardless of how much you know. Enjoy another world, another
0: adventure, Another spellbinding story. Join us on the floor. Welcome to the floor, fantasy and sci-fi lore. We are returning to the monster verse. If you are one of our newer listeners, we move to different universes depending on where big publications and interest are happening. But we have the catalog available on Patreon where you can really pick the universes you love and dive in there. And we are talking about releasing some direct to to patreon content so you avernus will be taking a break uh but if we get a lot of people writing in saying hey we want you avernus to continue this is why we're here uh write in let us know and we might just do some direct to patreon releases there they will still be free they'll just be going directly to patreon whereas the podcast feed is switching to the monsterverse and our expert now is going to be aaron so i'm gonna let him take over because i don't know anything about this universe
1: so, we're going to do a little recap in this episode because we have Godzilla versus Kong, the new empire coming out April 12th of 2024, so in about four months. And we have not talked about the MonsterVerse for, what has it been, like a year? I think so. It's been a bit, yeah. So, first we're just going to do a quick recap. So, what to watch and in what order, and then we're going to do some highlights of what's important and what to glean from those. <laughs> If you haven't watched any of those movies, I'd check them out first. Um, but here's how I would watch them. So, number one, I would start with Kong Skull Island. This actually released in 2017, so March 2017. The next one I would watch is, funnily enough, going to be Skull Island. It's an anime on Netflix. Oh. This is set in, yep. So, this was uh, going to take place in between... Uh, Kong, Skull Island, and the Godzilla movie. And then Godzilla would be the next one, uh, Godzilla 2014. And then from there, we're going to be moving straight into Monarch Legacy of Monsters, actually, because this takes place right after Godzilla 2014, like the aftermath. Okay. The, excuse me. The main story of Monarch Legacy of Monsters takes place right
2: after right it, it splits its timeline a lot you're yep. jumping back and forth from time not the people just how you view it
1: yeah because you're you're looking at different perspectives and <laughs> uh, so you'll you'll have different characters some you'll see younger and older selves and some you'll have completely different characters from the same uh ancestral line hey, um and some you'll just see random characters that you don't really care about <laughs> and then the last movie to watch before Godzilla vs. Kong, The New Empire, will be Godzilla, King of the Monsters.
2: So, we're going to
1: get into these movies. Well, uh, and um, then
2: Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah, excuse me. I yes. I was like, is that <laughs> one yeah, supposed just, to come after this one? I was yeah. like, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> brain dead moment <laughs> over <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, so... Just skip that completely. No, don't. It's great. So well, and I
0: think um, I know this is going to come out after New Year's, but uh, it would have been <laughs> would have been perfect. Being like, hey, if for your New Year's watch party, you can hit these up, right? But <laughs> we we missed that door. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you'll still be in the new year by the time you hear it, because we're in twenty twenty three right now. We don't know what twenty twenty four is like. Unlike you, the listener. <laughs>
0: Okay, so that's our watch list. So if you want to stop now and not get any spoilers because you maybe haven't seen all of these, this is the perfect moment because we're about to talk about the highlights, some of the big takeaways
2: and, and lore carryovers from these movies. And the reason we don't put Godzilla Minus One on this list is it's not part of the Monsterverse, even though it is a Godzilla film. And boy, howdy,
1: is it. Godzilla film. we're gonna do an episode on that just so it's, it's own episode if that's something you're into because I think it was the best movie I've seen in five plus years
2: oh wow
1: but this is not about that uh, we, that's also why we didn't talk about Shin Godzilla back in the day because also not part of this universe <laughs> so starting from the top Kong, Skull Island Eli do you want to dive into it a little bit uh, okay, with our amateur first what is
2: Kong Skull Island?
1: Yeah, I thought you yeah, had a movie. lower point list for us here. E- e.
2: I Well, I mean, if he's got anything he wants to talk about, he can, but I do. I mean, Kong Skull Island, you, you see uh, Kong, uh, Skull Island, and you see all the creatures that are on Skull Island, the, the Skull Walkers, is that what they call them? Oh, that's right, yeah. Yep, the guy
1: who was left there from... Like the the guy who got Spirit. shot down in World War II. He's like talking to, to people and he, he calls them Skullwalkers. And then afterwards he's like, oh, it's such a dumb name. I never said it out loud before. And everyone's like, no, it's an awesome name. We love it. So yeah, that, that was exactly right. So a couple lore points. There is two fighter pilots, one from Japan, one from America that are fighting each other, shoot each other down on Skull Island back in 1943. They are parachute down, grab their swords and katanas knives and things trying to kill each other and then giant Kong hand comes out of nowhere really stops uh, this fight just really resets you know, your value system right there and that's kind of our, our only peak into 1943 and then it jumps into Vietnam uh, 1973 is where the majority of this movie takes place one quick side note if you didn't listen to our other episodes let me just tell you just so you know so you're caught up I I am a huge Kong nerd. I didn't even know how big of a Kong nerd I was until I re-listened <laughs> some of our episodes. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> I didn't even know how big of a nerd I was until I listened to myself <laughs> talk about it. Like I kept agreeing with myself, and then I thought <laughs> I was even more of a nerd. So, yeah, dude, that's exactly right. Oh, my gosh, we're really a <laughs> nerd. Couple, couple big important points here. We have, we have a, a group of expedition people and military people. So you got kind of got dual personalities, you know, clashing personalities. Because you got your researchers, you got your your army guys, and they and they come onto Skull Island, and some helicopters start dropping bombs, because that is the best way to measure to see if the Earth is hollow and and to um, yeah. map out in three D. Everybody knows that. the The downside of measuring this way is it actually wakes up. The sleeping demon spawn, known as the mon- uh, the skull crawlers, that are spew out from from the the hell below, and this makes Kong <laughs> very unhappy because people just showed up on his house without knocking. They wiped their feet on the mat. They didn't do none of that. They just start throwing mud everywhere yep. and waking up stuff. So he comes in, and he just starts wrecking ish. Uh, our leader of the expedition is one for, for the military side is Samuel L. Jackson. I fought, forgot his character's name, but it's Samuel L. Jackson playing Samuel <laughs> L. Jackson. Came to the conclusion in, in our last episodes that if you look for an enemy, you will find them. Mm. And this is personified
0: in mm-hmm. Samuel
1: L. Jackson's character. Whereas Bill Randa, which is... Um, I, we said his name that... If, actor's name and in the other episodes it's like james john goodman i I don't remember actor's names john goodman that john goodman yeah he uh his approach is he's a researcher is is more he's trying to study and learn about these monsters even though we find out later that he used to be in the military and he was the sole survivor of uh, a shipwreck that was attacked by Godzilla or a Godzilla-like monster. Yeah, so
2: he—he's kind of the guy that you—you you find out in Monarch, uh, monsters who who kind of knew about kaiju before and was building reports and things about them. His information eventually gets passed on, but um, at this point, he has not started Monarch. From from my understanding
1: of that show, uh, he is the reason. Uh, he he shows you why it's important to be organized when when finding knowledge and and new information because he had a lot of it and it wasn't organized. <laughs> <I> <laughs> like, well, I'm just saying if, if it, it no, it was organized. And I'm just saying like if it wasn't, it was it was hard enough to understand even organized.
2: Yeah, and so just you
1: know. Anyway, so Kong Skull Island they meet Kong, he's pissed, they're dropping bombs on on his place and waking up these demons. Find out, we don't actually, excuse me, you don't find this out per se. Uh, It's more from hints and and stuff, but his parents were killed by skull crawlers and you're now waking him up and he's pissed. He's also, what, between the ages of 8 and 11 right now? A human. Yeah,
0: I remember that was one of the really big lore points is he's young nobody ever says it but like you see how he acts and how he moves and you see that he's, he's very young he's, he's for very his curious
1: age. he's very he, he he also has a a heart of gold that that like if you look closely you see we talked about this a lot uh, like the original kong like when he always steals the girl because he wants to protect it we made the comparison of it's like trying to protect a puppy from the wolf but then you realize the wolf's the mom uh like that's right. Yeah, we talked about that. So it's the same kind of situation here. Well, and, and
0: not only that, but I mean, you see this a lot with children, right? Children will pick up a stray baby animal and then want to protect it from the
1: parents that are getting it back. Mm-hmm. Right? This is, this is a, we see this exact behavior in children. It's true, mm-hmm. which is just crazy because I don't see how Captain Marvel couldn't just protect herself. So anyways, that's that's King Kong, little baby. You see all these situations where he's curious, where he gets injured for the first time, like the helicopter blades cut him open. He's confused. He has to figure out how to heal the injury. Yada, yada, yada. And then he he's starting to become himself and figure out who he wants to be. And I'm trying to figure out what other main lore point I want to... want to add in here without giving up too much
2: uh gives us our first hint that they are in the hollow earth because of how the skull walkers or crawlers come out of the seemingly bottomless hole right they're coming out from the hollow earth yeah yep yeah that's true and then well not that but
0: they they do mention they're looking for hollow earth and entrances to it right which will come up
1: later in the other movies yeah, and so I th- I think that's probably the the main points for Kong. I don't want to dwell on it too long, but I just I really like him. He is basic. So then we had the the animated show, which is based in the '90s. So this is after he beat up all these skull crawlers. He's kind of the king of the kingdom, um, and we have some interesting characters. We have a girl that got lost at sea, and she finds a dog on a different island, and they and there's an expedition and they all kind of come together on Skull Island and the the human aspect i don't think is that important but the the main antagonist here is kong is fighting this massive kraken so it's it's a bigger version if you, if you guys watched the kong skull island he eats a, a squid at one point it's a much bigger version of that so whether it's the mother or a different species or or whatever, but it's it's bothering him. It's throwing stuff at him. He doesn't feel comfortable in the water. So he's kind of restrained to the island itself and he can't really wade out deep. And so by the end of this, he finishes off that animal and he becomes king. He doesn't have anyone disagreeing with that anymore. And so we don't see Kong again until Kong versus Godzilla. So we're going to, Hop on over to Godzilla versus, uh, excuse me, wow, yeah, Godzilla
2: 2014.
0: It is. All right, let's take a quick break here before we switch over to Godzilla. Okay, so we have been mentioning at the end of our episodes recently. About the treasure room, how, as Aaron likes to describe it, in the floor we go deep into things, but in the treasure room we kind of go wide. And we wanted to give people who have never been in the treasure room uh, a little bit of a sample. So going forward we'll probably be uh, putting in little bits and pieces here. So here is a small clip uh, from the treasure room. We hope you enjoy it and are interested in uh, learning more in there. You, so you're counting Godzilla less as a water creature and more it, as a radiation creature?
1: Yeah, because he can absorb and dispel it. That's like true. He, he lives in water, but I like and he's aquatic, but he doesn't have water powers. Like I don't true. see him moving water. Like I have never seen him do any water bending. Yeah, this is true. Interesting. It'd be really cool like, to who? see him do do some water bending. <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of like Tai Chi or yoga. It's probably be good for him.
0: Or like a water breast.
1: Right? Like a
0: stream of powerful water. Because, like, what is it? Like, if you get water moving at fast enough speed, he can do crazy things. It
1: can cut through diamond.
0: Yeah. Like, I was actually going to bring up, I have a friend who's got an uncle who has a company, and they cut glass and diamond with water lasers.
1: Oh, that would be such an interesting take on Godzilla. He doesn't have radiation anymore. Like, he's still old and all this other stuff, but radiation wasn't a part of him. And he just... Shoots water so fast he can cut
2: through literally anything. That's Squirtle, right?
0: Welcome back. We just finished talking about some of the big lore points to take away from Kong Skull Island and then the anime Skull Island. We'll talk about Kong, uh, his character, the fact that he was young and we see him slowly growing up as we move through these episodes. We... Moved to him conquering the island and being king there.
1: And now we're switching over to Godzilla. So Godzilla 2014. This one was the first one movie in the series that came out. And they did something amazing with this. The cinematography just makes Godzilla look huge. And like you understand he's huge. But the angles, the way they portray him, everything. it You really feel like he's there. And it's it's really well done. And we're gonna we're gonna just talk about some main points. Uh, Godzilla. Uh, we meet him. We meet a male and female Muto. These are basically kind of like the Titan version of locusts. Anyway. They I call them Mutos because that's what they called them originally. I don't know if they have a specific name. Mutos is massive unidentified terrestrial organism. So it technically is a name for everything until they renamed them Titans, but I'm pretty sure these are still named MUTOs. Yeah. Yeah, so even Bill Randa in uh, Kong Skull Island refers to Kong as a MUTO. Yes, because at the time, massive, unidentified terrestrial organisms, that was the name, until they changed it to Titan. But MUTO still held true for these locusts. These things get up and, and uh, they start hunting for each other and they start destroying cities in between here and there and everywhere. And what's interesting to note here, some lore points here, is you watch the fights happen, Godzilla's not really trying to kill right away because these mutos, like locusts, when spawning or reproducing, they will throw off the balance of, or the ecology of everything around them. Yeah. Because if they keep reproducing, it will just wipe out everything else. And Godzilla, we've talked about before, is the Earth's first line of defense. So if you throw off the balance of Earth, Godzilla will get rid of you. Damn. So Godzilla doesn't care that the Muto's exist. He's not trying to kill them. He's not trying to eat them. He's not trying to do all this crazy stuff. He's trying to stop them from producing. So there's there's this there's these cu- couple different fights and altercations, and there's this really funny scene. I think it's funny. There's this final battle at the end where... Uh, I think it's the the boy Muto has wings and he flies into Godzilla and he gets a good hit in and Godzilla goes from I'm gonna try and let you survive or I'm kind of leave you alone to bro that's it and he just turn you like see him glare like like a parent who gets serious with a kid and he just turns around and full tail whips him into a uh, full skyscraper and like the the pillars just go through him and just he's done. Okay. And it's just so funny to see Godzilla be like, I'm not playing anymore. I I, I warned you. I told you. Stop. Try it. Like, no, Ugh. dude. Use protection. <laughs> you know what? That's it. And so that that was really interesting because you really see Godzilla being the protector. You also see him go out of his way to not stomp on humans if he can help it, not crush the boats, uh, go underneath the bridges. <laughs> and this is important I love that. If he can help, yes. this. If, <laughs> if he can, I mean, they're fighting in a city. Like, what is he gonna do? He's three hundred feet tall. So those those are kind of the highlights of, uh, of that one. There. Let's let's move on to the next one. Unless you got any questions so far, Joe.
0: You talked about him as a, a, as Earth's guardian, and I think this is gonna come up in the next one. But it was a big, I guess this was a big oh four the- point for me is when we talked about Ghidorah and his fight with him and. uh, it's where we talk about Ghidorah flies. Certainly. Yeah, and that's kinda of like the indicator yeah, yeah. that he does not belong on Earth. And Godzilla is a water creature. And what? Earth is what? Seventy yeah, yeah. percent water? Two
1: thirds, yeah. Two-thirds, yeah. It's around there. Two-thirds, two-thirds yeah. 70%. And so
0: it's like, oh,
1: that's why Earth's guardian is a water creature, because it's mostly Godzilla water. Yes, there's there's some other lore points we'll get into on that one. But we're gonna I'm kinda gonna gloss over Monarch Legacy of Monsters because we are gonna be discussing it for a few episodes as we dissect it, because it's just coming out now. Yeah. But that would be the next one to watch. This one's basically the humans. There's a couple different human characters we'll be following right after the devastation of,
2: I think it's San Diego is where Godzilla happens. Referred to it now as G-Day, as in Godzilla day. Not
1: golly gosh darn day.
2: Yeah. G-Day, Godzilla day.
1: So, we'll we'll put a pen in the Monarch for now. So, we'll hop straight over to Godzilla King of the Monsters. And this is where we meet Ghidorah. This is where we meet a lot of other titans. We're going to meet the what what is it? The the queen of the titans. We're going to meet Rodan, the I forgot what they call him. He's the red the, demon. The devil. The red demon. Yeah, Ro, Rodan's actually bigger than Godzilla. And he's not even an alpha. Yeah. Rodan's actually adorable because during this movie he's like, I'm he, Rodan's actually he's got Chihuahua energy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys know Chihuahuas well, but they're like really tough and aggressive in your face. Same <laughs> thing. Until you open up the screen door. Mm-hmm. And and that was Rodan hundred percent throughout this movie. Like he was all big and bad. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, he can mess up some people just by flapping his wings. But he thought he could mess up Ghidorah, and when they met, he could not. Yeah. And Ghidorah's uh, lore point here is he is not from Earth. Not just, like, he's not the, the king of Earth. He is not from Earth. Yeah. He fell to Earth because he was sent here. And so this is, this is where conjecture happens, because depending on... How they go about it in this specific universe, in this monsterverse, because there are different origins for Ghidorah. Whether he was he destroyed his old, own planet, whether he was sent here by his planet, whether he left his planet, we don't know. But we know he fell out of the sky, and he is now here. We also see this take place and become crystal clear when they drop an oxygen bomb on Godzilla... Because Godzilla yeah. is aquatic and he's from Earth, he breathes oxygen. Ghidorah was unfazed by the oxygen bomb because he's not from Earth. So they were trying to stop the fight, the military, and they ended up knocking out Godzilla and Ghidorah flies off to get all the monsters to bow to him. <laughs> and so, lore point, oxygen bomb doesn't affect Ghidorah. However, later we see uh Scientist nuke Godzilla when he's in his temple and he full on sucks up all that energy and he goes Super Saiyan Godzilla phase one. Yep. And I think the other lore point here is we see the humans, well, we don't see it, but we see Godzilla chop off or bite off Ghidorah's head. Mm -hmm. And then as we move into Godzilla vs. Kong, we see that that head is now being used to to function the uh, Mecha Godzilla so now now we have Mecha Godzilla in this we now see Kong has doubled in size because he's gone through his puberty his growth spurt over the past forty years mm-hmm. when Godzilla leaves skull Island Kong or excuse me when Kong leaves skull Island Godzilla can now sense him and he immediately goes to fight him because he didn't bow to Godzilla. And so you have this whole altercation going on. And then you see when Godzilla finds out about Mechagodzilla and he goes to fight him, he is no longer going out of his way to not step on humans or not break bridges yeah, or anything else. He's upset. Else. You guys made this. Yeah. It was kind of like the Muto thing all over again. He's like, I told you, I told you, I told you, and you didn't listen.
0: So, well, and in this one, we get the completion of the Hollow Earth arc, right? Because Kong goes into yep. Hollow we Earth. we get the
1: completion in the sense of we go to one location. We got the new movie coming out true. in April, and we're getting the completion. Like, I think this is where we're really oh. going to start seeing some cool stuff going on. Yeah, we'll see a lot more of uh, the
2: Hollow Earth.
0: But, and within Hollow Earth, there is weaponry for Kong. Like, this seems to be where his people came from and they had
2: advanced their technology beyond just standard yep. apes. Yeah. He's got a an axe that can absorb nuclear energy and then dispel it as well. Yeah, and boy howdy is that fight dope between the three
1: of them. Oh, also, uh, just because I am a nerd for kaiju and just mad respect when respect is given, uh, Godzilla and Kong, as they leave, I, I I said this from the beginning, so I want to pat myself on the back because... I did call Mechagodzilla as the villain, like, way back, a year and a half ago, but also just the fact that Godzilla's king, but Kong is, like, a, what, what are they called, like, a Highlander? Like, that we bow to no one. A Ronin. Like, we were, a Ronin? Yeah, like, whatever it is, like, whatever you want to call it, I think every, every society had them. It's like, dude, we respect you, we'll fight with you if you need us, but I'm not bowing to you. Uh-huh. And, and so, like, it was really cool to see that, that respect where it's just like, dude, Godzilla, like, if you need me, I'll be there, but you're not my daddy.
2: Yeah.
0: What do we got coming next? So, that's your watch order, and that's, those are your lower points, your takeaways.
1: Such a good question. So, Godzilla versus Kong, the new empire is coming out next. And Divinity Seeker is somebody who apparently worked on this project closely, and he leaked a tweet that I'm going to read to you to get you excited for this movie coming out. Here's all I know about 2024's Godzilla uh, Kong new- versus Kong the New Empire. Dan Stevens is our new lead. His character's name is Trapper, friendly with Kong, and he kills it in this role. The main villain is the first ever Titan and is an ice-type Titan Had caused the first ice age. Mothra returns. There will be an epic zero gravity fight scene at the end of the movie due to the ancestors powers. Godzilla's role is fairly minor again, but his lore is central to the story. He defeated the first Titan eons ago and it's Kong who tries to set everyone in motion and he also said very campy. Okay. Very campy. That's funny. All
0: right. So where does uh the Apple's what is this A- monarch Apple TV? But I mean, it, what's, the, what's the full name of the show again? Monarch Legacy of
1: Monsters. So where does that fit into all of this? So this will take place immediately after Godzilla 2014. Okay. Right after G-Day. Well, so the main story will. There will be flashbacks to Bill Randa and other characters that'll be between the 40s, 70s, and, and 90s. And But the main story is right after 2014's G-Day. All right. You got a treasure room question for us. Now that we know there's an ice type titan, I really want to know what you guys think what kind of titans you would want to see, whether they're real or not, you know, cuz we got an ice type, we got the Fire Demon. Uh that was that was the name of Rodan, right? We got the Red Demon, Fire Demon. Oh, We've I didn't got, know he was the I guess the red titan, fire titan. Yeah, uh, he's he's the Red Demon, the Fire Demon because he's like he lives in a volcano basically. So like what like if you could pick any Titan, like that could help or harm the earth, what would you want to see on the earth, like just walking down the street? And just remember it's just walking down five hundred feet tall. I don't I don't think you want
0: to see it walking down the street. Like if you see it walking down the street you're in trouble.
1: Well, I mean, it depends on if you want <laughs> anarchy yeah, they're, they're or they're happiness. Yeah. <laughs> We'd we'll be them both.
0: All right, we'll talk about that in the treasure room. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We have mentioned in the past that if you go to the Patreon page, we have collections of all the different worlds and pieces of lore we have covered. For example, if you want everything we have ever done about Baldur's Gate, from the invention of D&D to Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance, all of that, you can find individual collections for all of those. Or just one big collection containing all of Baldur's Gate or all of D&D. So everything we have covered, everything we have covered, Eberron, Marvel, DC, Alien Zooniverse, Cyberpunk, Dune, and more. We have collections for each of those worlds. And I do want to mention that on the Patreon, the only thing behind the subscription is the treasure room content anything that has been released in the podcast for free is still free there it is just a better organization of the information that the podcast app doesn't let us do they are just a big list and you just gotta type in your search words on the patreon there are tags for everything you got fantasy dnd creature features Baldur's Gate 1, Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance, all of that. Just an individual tag for those episodes, and as I said, we do have collections just to make this as easy as possible to find what you're looking for. We have learned in the past that a lot of people who listen to The Floor, they're interested in one or two of the worlds, and they may check out one or two of the episodes when we switch worlds, but they're really just mostly interested in that. So we just want to like consolidate everything you're looking for to make it just as easy as possible to access So. Check that out just to make your life easier. And uh, we are working at making sure you can download any of the free episodes there. So even if you're going to lose Wi-Fi or connection, you can get the episodes you want before that happens or just not burn your data while you're traveling to and from work or whatever it else is you do while you listen. And uh, thank you. I hope you continue to enjoy the show.